Writing a book can be a lonely process. You might envision it as you sitting at your desk, tucked away in your office, not speaking to anybody else for hours on end. Doesn't sound like much fun, does it? Well, there is a way to do this differently. Welcome to the Unbound Writers Club. This is a place to retreat from the muggle ways of the world and be with fellow magical beings, to receive insights about how to write a transformational book in a way that lights you up, and also to hear from other writers who are finding new ways. The Unbound Writers Club is for anyone who's curious about writing a transformational book, or maybe you're somebody who's already written one but want to find a new way of making it a richer process. You'll feel at home here if you are willing to embark on the book writing process as transformative in itself. This is a space for deep divers, people who believe in magic, and those who know that you can change the world one book at a time. I'm your host, Nicola Humber, and I'm so delighted you're here. Come in make yourself comfortable, and let's get started. Hello, my love, and welcome to another episode of the Unbound Writers Club. How are you doing? We are moving into a new month and a new focus in the Unbound Writers Club. This month, We are focusing on how to create your book. And there are two aspects to that. There's the aspect of your actual writing process, like your writing practice, and how to write in a way that brings through the truest essence of what you're here to share at this time. So we're gonna be diving into that a bit later in the month. Um, But it's also about content, you know, the actual, information that you are choosing to share in your book and actually I always say that when we're writing in this unbound way when we're writing these transformational books it's about far more than communicating information and actually it's about far more than just inspiring our readers it's about writing in a way that creates a sense of activation but you absolutely want to have an awareness obviously (laughs) of what you are communicating to your reader what you are choosing to share with them and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that today and I'm going to talk through the lens of kind of the (laughs) and I don't even like to say that because it's so not true that idea of the shitty first draft so you may have heard this I don't know who coined this phrase Um, for the first time. Uh, But there's this idea that when you start to write, you kind of just got to give yourself permission for the first draft to be a bit crap, basically. (laughs) Like don't have these lofty intentions that the first draft of your book is going to be is going to be it, is going to be as potent, as clear, as coherent as you want it to be. And certainly with the Unbound Writing process, I always encourage people 
So just write really freely at the beginning, like when you're starting your book and right the way through to when you get to the first draft, like just allow what wants to come through. Don't be like, certainly don't be in that editing mode where you're kind of editing as you write and like censoring yourself as you write and trying to make it all perfect. You know, you can allow it not to make complete sense as it's coming through. That's absolutely perfect. And then you will get to a point where you have some kind of first draft. And one of the questions that often comes up with the writers I work with, it's something we often talk about in the Unbound Writing Mastermind is what is a first draft? And and it can mean different things to different people. It's getting to a stage where you think, okay, I think like most of the book is there in one form or another. It may not be particularly coherent. You will most likely have a sense that it is going to be changed in some ways, but you get to a point where it's like, okay, that feels complete for now. And it's a really good time just to review what you have. And today I want to talk about some things that you might want to look at or three things in particular in particular that you might want to look at and take into consideration when you get to a point where it's like, okay, I think this is my first draft and I want to just take some time now to look at what I've got and bring it together in a more powerful way. So it's kind of from shitty first draft to magical completed manuscript. Like, what do you need to be thinking about? What are the things you might want to consider? What are the changes you might want to make in order to kind of make that that jump, that leap to cross that bridge? And to be honest, there aren't as many changes as you might imagine that need to be made. So I'm going to be talking from my own personal experience, and also the experience of reading a lot of first drafts. And I'm not going to say shitty first drafts because actually (laughs) whenever I get a first draft handed over to me, and it happens a lot because at the Unbound Press, like part of the support that we offer is when somebody gets to first draft stage, one of our authors, um, it comes to me and I get to read through it as a very much as a reader, like I'm not an editor. I certainly don't proofread it. Um, It's very much reading it as a curious and interested reader. And I just notice what comes up for me as I'm reading through the draft. I notice any questions I have, anything I want to know more about, anything that maybe doesn't make sense to me that I need to, to be clarified. And I provide notes and feedback from that point of view. So I've seen a lot of first drafts. And as I said, and I want to state, they are not shitty. (laughs) Very often the writer who sends them over will say, oh God, this just feels really messy or just not complete at all. And I know it's a really tender and vulnerable thing to pass your writing, your work over to somebody else to have a look at. And for many of these writers, it might be the first time they've shared what they're writing with anyone. They might have shared aspects of it on social media, like parts, but the parts that we show, (laughs) that we share, tend to be those parts that we're happy with. Um, But actually to to hand the whole first draft over to somebody else, like I know from personal experience, that can feel pretty terrifying. But I wanted to talk today about some of the things that I've noticed through like reading through my own first drafts and also reading other people's manuscripts at this stage. 
some of the things that can make a real difference and really bring a book together. And there are three main areas that I want to talk about. So the first one, like when you get to first draft stage and this, like all of these things, actually, it can be helpful to have an awareness of throughout the writing process, but you kind of don't want to get in your own way as you're writing the first draft. So you might have an awareness of this, or you might just choose to like write freely and then think about these things specifically when you get to a stage where it's like, okay, I'm ready to kind of review what I've got now. So the first thing is to really be thinking about the reader, the reader's journey through your book. And this is something that I often find is missing. Like it's missing in my own work, like the first, when I get to first draft stage and kind of quite often when I'm reading um, somebody else's first draft, it's like, oh, okay, it would be helpful to have some more guidance in here for the reader. When I'm talking about the reader journey, what I mean is like really speaking to your reader at the beginning of the book and letting them know about the journey you're going to be taking them on. So speaking to them where they are that, where they are at in that moment when they pick up the book. So at the beginning of the book, you may be well be sharing something about your own experience, which will create a sense of empathy with your reader. Maybe you've experienced things that they might be likely to experiencing as they come to your book. That's that's very, very possible probable even. But when we pick up a book, we kind of want to feel that sense of reassurance that, yes, I am in the right place. And to have a sense of where we are going, you know, where the author is going to be taking us. So the kind of things you want to be writing about at the beginning of the book, like somewhere in those initial, in that initial chapter, like the introduction, is just saying, look, this is what this is what we are going to be covering in the book. Like, this is the process I'm going to be taking you through. This is the journey I'm going to be taking you on. Just kind of giving them some kind of outline of like the steps, the layers, the process that you are going to be taking them through in the book. Now, there's a balance between kind of being really clear about what the journey is and obviously leaving space for magic and mystery. And that will vary from book to book, from author to author and from reader to reader. Like only you know like who your book is for and what you, like the experience you want to create for your reader. But I think generally it can be really helpful to have this awareness throughout the book, like certainly at the beginning, but throughout the book of the journey you are taking your reader on and to be like signposting them along the way. So you do that at the beginning. It's like, this is the journey I'm going to be taking you on. You know, this is where we're beginning. This is what we're going to be like exploring together. And by the end, this is the kind of place that I would, you know, um, expect or like you to be or invite you to be. And, you know, if there are things, if you're including things like exercises in the book or journal prompts or like you want your reader to um, be engaging with your book in a particular way, just being really clear about that. So that's at the beginning, but also from chapter to chapter, like at the end of each chapter, just kind of recapping, reaffirming what you have spoken about 
in that chapter and giving them an idea, a flavor of where you're heading next in the next chapter. So it is as if like literally you're guiding somebody on a journey, like an actual journey. And it only has to be like a line or two at the end of each chapter, at the beginning of each chapter, like this is this is what we're going to be talking about next. But it just helps the process to feel more coherent to the reader. Just gives them those little anchors along the way. It's like, okay, this is what we're doing and this is why we're doing it. Like I said, this is a balancing act and I don't want you to kind of take this on in a formulaic way. Like only you know yourself and your work and your kind of um, writing style and also what your reader is likely to resonate with. So really trust that. But in general terms, like I said, it can be really helpful to be more explicit about the process you are taking your reader through in the book. So that is tip number one, like really being clear about the reader reader's journey from the beginning throughout the book and also at the end, like, you know, letting them know, just talking about the journey that they've been on and letting them know what might be next, like giving some suggestions, signposting them on um, to their next steps after reading your book. So tip number one, the reader journey, being really clear and explicit about that. Tip number two, and this is something I definitely notice, again, in my own writing, uh, when I'm reviewing it and in reading other people's first drafts, is to include more of you. So certainly with the Unbound writing process, a huge part of it is writing in a way that shares your own story or elements of your story, your own experiences, really acknowledging and harnessing the power of communicating through story, you know, and creating that sense of connection by sharing uh, our own experiences. But there can be a tendency to really hold back on that, this idea that, oh, it's self-indulgent to talk too much about myself. So I'm just going to kind of skirt over it. I might kind of make a passing reference to something I've experienced, but I'm not going to go into too much detail. Um, Like, I really want the focus to be more on my reader, which, yes, of course, you do want your focus to be on your reader, but your reader wants to hear from you. They want to hear about you. You know, that is very often what's kind of attracted them to your book. There's likely to be lots of other books on the same subject that you're writing about. Like whatever you're writing about, there's nothing or very little that is like completely new and unique in terms of information. What makes it unique is you. Like what makes your book unique is you. So you want to have kind of more of you than probably feels comfortable in your book. So when you are going back through it, like when you've come to the first draft stage and you're reading back through what you've written, just look for any areas where you're talking about something and there's an opportunity to include like a personal story or anecdote where you can illustrate what you're talking about through your own experience. And actually it might be your own experience or it may be maybe talking about a client that you've worked with or 
like an experience you've had with another person. And obviously, you know, if you're talking about other people and clients uh, in particular, you will want to gain permission from them. You know, it may be that you change names and some details, but what it is, it's kind of giving extra flavor to your book. You know, that is what makes your book really rich and allows your reader to really connect with your words is when we are using personal experiences, when we're using story, when we are, yeah, making the book more human, more real. And you also want to be noticing, like I said, maybe you've made a passing reference to something that you've experienced in the past. Maybe it's one line or something. It's like, oh, I had an experience of this. You're talking about something and you say something like, oh, yes, and yeah, I had an experience of this um, throughout my life or at a particular time. I don't think you'd use those exact words. But like I say, you're just making a passing reference to something. And if you were doing that and then you kind of move on to something else um, or you're talking in more general terms, like my my feedback, my suggestion is always to, can we have a bit more detail there? Because what I notice as a reader, when I'm reading a first draft, like sometimes somebody will just kind of skirt around something and maybe write one line about something they've experienced. And I'm like, I really want to know more. I don't think I'm particularly nosy. (laughs) I think we all, we're all curious. We all want to know those kind of details. And you don't have to kind of write pages and pages, but maybe something where you've just written one line about something, then, you know, writing a few more lines, just giving us a bit more detail and being, there's something about being more specific here. I think the tendency can be to write in really general terms because that feels safer and There can be this sense that, oh, you know, like I said, I don't want to make it about me. I kind of almost don't want to impose on my reader. I just want to make sure that they have the information that they need in order to create this transformation or change or whatever it is that you're writing about. So we talk in more general terms. But if you can be really specific when you're talking about anything in your book, but particularly about your own experience, your own stories, just give some of those details, which, like I said, they really add flavor to your book. You know, it's a it's like the, the seasoning when you're cooking. It's about those specific kind of herbs and spices that are really going to make it delicious. Like you want your writing to feel delicious <laughs> to your reader. And how you do that is providing like these details, which you might think, oh, that's irrelevant. But actually that is what, I can't think of the word. It's not kind of flavor. There's something else, but that's what's really going to light writing up. So including more of you, including more specific details. And again, like I said, it doesn't mean you have to kind of rewrite the whole thing. It's just going to be, as you go through, like I said, if you've just kind of like glanced, glanced, (laughs) I'm getting my own words out today. If you've just kind of like glanced at something in your writing, I don't know if that makes sense. You just want to look at it more deeply and more specifically, like we clear our eyes and provide more detail there. So even kind of three or four lines rather than one line 
that's going to make a difference. That will create a better sense, a better, deeper sense of connection with your reader. Honestly, you wouldn't believe I was a writer sometimes with the way that I speak. It's much easier sometimes when we're just writing it down on the page and we can go back and make changes. But the way that I um, that I like to, that I need to uh, record these episodes is very much just to speak and flow just from a few notes. So hopefully it's making sense for you. So tip number two is to include more you. That's what really makes your book delicious, like gives it more flavor. Tip number three is, it's not so much about content, um, although it probably will kind of change the way you write in, in some form. But that is once you've been through your first draft and maybe you've made some changes based on what I've just said and based on things that come up for you is to read through your manuscript out loud. So this might seem a bit strange and, you know, quite time consuming (laughs) to read through your own manuscript out loud. But what this does is sometimes when we're reading through what we've written, we can become a bit blind to it and we kind of kind of jump over things that that we notice when we're actually reading it out loud when you allow yourself to actually speak your words you have a better sense of how it flows whether it makes sense you know how it will feel for your reader to receive your words and it also helps you to connect more deeply with what you are writing um Again, there can be this sense of disconnect sometimes when we are when we are writing, you know, particularly when we get into the space where we're typing something up, maybe you're handwriting it initially, then typing it up. And we can just almost go into this place of assuming <laughs> that it makes sense and that it flows. Uh, like I said, we become a bit blind to it. But if you actually read through your manuscript, your first draft from start to finish, you will have like this really clear sense of, you know, where it is really flowing and making sense and very clear to your reader. And you'll also notice any parts that maybe feel a bit clunky. Maybe you can make some changes too. And like I said, you will feel this deeper sense of connection to your writing. In the Unbound Writing Mastermind um, this year, we've added something to our group, uh, monthly group coaching call where like in the second half of the call, each writer has the opportunity to share some of their writing with the group, actually speaking it into the circle. And their experience of doing that is very often completely different to how they may have felt like sharing their writing as a written piece, like sharing it in our community area online or reading back through their writing themselves. When they're actually reading it, very often this emotion can come up unexpectedly. And so when you allow yourself to read through your first draft and actually speak the words out loud, you will maybe be surprised by some of the emotions that bubble up. And maybe then you can actually speak to that more directly in the writing. Like say there's a piece where you notice, I don't know, some sadness coming up as you read it back, as you're speaking the words out loud. 
it's very likely that maybe your reader will feel that as well when they're reading it. So you can reference that in that part of the book, you know, say, um, you know, as I'm reading this back through, I notice this sadness bubbling up within me. And I wonder if you feel the same. You know, again, that's, you're creating a deeper sense of connection with your own words, and you're creating a deeper sense of connection with your reader. So there are those two kind of helpful aspects to reading it out loud. One is to really get a very clear sense of how your writing flows and any kind of changes you want to make. But also it connects you more deeply with the emotion of your words. And then you can speak to that more directly within the book. So that's tip number three to actually read through your first draft out loud. So I hope those have been helpful for you. As I said, the first one is to really be clearer, more explicit about the journey you are taking your reader on throughout the book at the beginning and also from chapter to chapter and at the end. Number two was to include more of you and those specific details which really add flavour to your book. And number three was to read through your manuscript, your first draft, out loud. And you might want to do that with somebody else if you're really brave, or at least an aspect of it. That could be interesting. So I would love to hear from you. Yeah, which one of those kind of feels more most helpful for you? Or which one of those are you going to try out? Maybe you're going to try all of them. And as ever, if you've got any questions about the writing process about writing a book, about publishing a book, whatever it is, please do get in touch and let me know because I am always looking for inspiration of what we could be talking about in the future in episodes of the Unbound Writers Club. The best way to get in touch is via Instagram. I'm at Nicola Humber, so you can just send me a DM over there. I'd always love to hear from you. And um, yeah, here's to moving from shitty first draft which I believe is never actually shitty, <laughs> but it's just kind of that general phrase, to magical completed manuscript. And the most important thing is allowing your book to make its way into the world because that's where it's needed. That is so where it's needed. All right, my love. Enjoy the rest of your day and I will see you again soon for another episode of the Unbound Writers Club.